0: This is WWE superstar, the premier athlete, Tony Nice, and you're listening to Marking Out. This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. like this thing. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking Out. Wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out. That is episode 424. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. You could follow me on Twitter at bttg161. Also joined here by Dave. You could follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore mo. Chris, who you could follow on Twitter at Chris is not here with us, but collectively. We are marking out, and you can follow us at marking out. Give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash marking out. Give us a subscription on YouTube. Is that a thing? YouTube.com slash marking out 11. Buy some merch, prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. I'm sure uh, there's going to be some sort of sale for WrestleMania. At least I, I mean, I assume there's going to be. So be on the lookout of that. Purchase some merch. And uh, that's about it, I think. It's <laughs> a great intro. <laughs> that's such, this is so stupid. <laughs> this is so stupid. But, uh, you know, I'll just go into it. Dave? Dave, how are you doing?
1: I am doing pretty great, you know. Uh, that's right. It's the Doctor of Physical Therapy of oh. Physical therapy, Final Frontier, yeah, no. uh,
0: Final Frontier.
1: Yeah, mark it out. (laughs) Yeah, no. Final Frontier is the board prep that I work for.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, mark it out. What's up?
0: (laughs) Mark it out. Not much. Not much at all. Mark it out. This sounds like one of the very earlier podcast episodes. I feel like Stevie Nicks right now.
1: I feel like now it's going to be like, so what do you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, well, I'm just going to say I'm doing awesome as always. You don't even have to ask. Don't yeah, even try well, it's kind to of ask. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to start my week. I'll start my week. I don't know how was your week.
1: <laughs> um, if you don't want to start with your week, uh, I'm going to start with my week. Um, my week was really good. You know, my week was really good. Um, yeah, not too much happened. Just worked, worked, worked. Um, yeah. Oh, I saw Captain Marvel. Oh. I saw Cap- Captain Marvel. Yeah, on uh, Saturday.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So are we really running with this intro?
0: Yeah, well, I'm. I'm perfectly fine with that. That's fine. It's uh, some messed up banter.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> this is how we are. You're not getting. You're not us. getting
0: a hundred and ten percent every single time. just
1: accept us
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: (laughs) but (laughs) yeah exactly accept us for who we are this is us in the flesh well not in the flesh but in the voice the voice
0: yeah hashtag this is us i'm sure that hashtag doesn't get used at all
1: yeah no definitely use it and we know that you're talking to us if you use hashtag this is us so yeah no uh captain marvel i did see i did enjoy
0: yeah, I saw it. I, I enjoyed it as well. I don't know why people are complaining about it. Can we discuss Captain Marvel? In in what detail?
1: I don't know. What, I don't, what... don't want to give any spoilers away. All right, skip ahead five seconds if you don't want to hear spoilers. No,
0: I don't think we should even spoil it or anything. It's just like it's that too new of a movie to spoil. I'll just say that I enjoyed Agent Coulson. Because it's not, I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been off for quite some time. It's been on a little sabbatical. I think it's coming back later this year or soon. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see them. The The fact that they made him and Sam Jackson like younger was like crazy.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty insane what they did with that. It's like Samuel looked awesome.
0: And they had to do it the whole movie for the most part. Or not yeah. for the most part, for the whole movie.
1: Yeah, it was the entire movie.
0: I liked all the 90s references and stuff.
1: Yeah, I like the appearances of characters from the Marvel Universe.
0: I really, I don't get why people hated so much on this film.
1: What was there to really hate?
0: I have no idea, but people were finding everything.
1: I mean, I think I picked up on a a similar character from another movie. Like, I'm just saying it. Skip ahead if you don't want to hear it. There's a character in (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy that appeared. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not the not the big one, but uh, the, from the start of the movie um, in the original Guardians of the Galaxy, the guy that was argumentative with Star Lord. Yeah, the original, as in like not
0: the MCU version. Is no, no another, MCU version,
1: know. but the not the second movie, the first one. Oh, I think he was in the second one too, but I don't remember. But sure. in the first in the first movie, where the guy's like he's like call me Star Lord. My name, Like, my name is Star-Lord or whatever, and he's like, Star who? I think that's the same guy in the movie. I don't recall. The guy that had his, like, the metal implant in his head. They all do. No, no, no. Like, he actually had part of his skull missing.
0: Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't recall. Yeah,
1: I'll just show you a picture, but I think it's the same guy, so it's kind of interesting to see if that's how he became that way um, from Captain Marvel, but I like glad it's- we did i we decided not to spoil anything. I
0: thought I don't really think that's a spoiler because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to spoil this, and I don't want you to spoil it either. But I think Stanley's cameo was really good. Yeah, I, I, I think agree. the the tribute to Stanley at the beginning of the film was good.
1: Yeah, I I totally I loved it. I do you think that is gonna do you think that he'll be in another one or?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has all his cameos filmed up until a certain point, but I Right? Know. I would assume so.
1: I would assume that he's going to be in Endgame. Yeah. I I could see it.
0: I would assume but... that as well. But yeah. yeah, overall, I don't get why people are complaining. I thought it was, I mean, if you like these superhero Marvel movies, you're going to like this movie.
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was a great, it was a lot of fun. I don't understand why people would complain about it.
0: Yeah, and then uh, now some other movies that are coming out this year that I want to see in theaters. I want to see Dumbo. Oh, maybe this is the guy that I'm thinking of. Do you, uh, you want to see Dumbo at all? No. Really? I, I think I heard Michael Buffer on the commercial. Really? Like he'd be like, "Ladies uh, and gentlemen, let's get ready to Dumbo." Yeah, I was correct. It is him.
1: Yeah, Korath the Pursuer. Oh.
0: Yeah, Korath the Pursuer. And then I want to, I want to see Toy Story four. Did you did you see the trailer? No, I did not. Oh, full trailer dropped yesterday. And what's your thought? It's quite emotional. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. I
1: I don't know how I feel about that.
0: Or at least I feel like it's going to be.
1: I don't know if I want to see that then.
0: Well, I mean, did you see Toy Story 3? I think so. Well, I mean, the next question I was going to ask, did you cry during Toy Story 3? So if you don't remember seeing Toy Story 3.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. I really don't. Yeah, well. um, I did see that. Ooh, I don't remember. That's okay. You did but, see that what? I don't know. I don't remember where I was going to go with that oh. at all. But, what did you do during your week?
0: Well, I uh, I got all my fast passes booked for Disney World. Uh-huh. Which I always, like, it's the weirdest thing doing that. Because I feel like, because I, I don't know what I'm ultimately really going to want to do when I'm down there on the day of. Uh-huh. But it's like, I'm trying to be like, every single time I feel like Danny Tanner when they go to Disney World with the clipboard. Like, oh, got to be here at this time. Got to do this. Got to do this. So... And all the while I'm trying to work around concert schedules at Epcot for the Flower and Garden Festival. So. I hear good things about that. Yeah, I, I like going to it. And if you're going to Epcot, you're, you get free concerts out of it.
1: That is for true. Did they announce what's going to happen?
0: Uh, Like what concerts? Like what?
1: Yeah, what what's the lineup?
0: Uh, Yeah, but like. Anything good? Well, when I'm down there, I don't know if I'll end up going to see the Marshall Tucker band, but they're going to be there. That's cool. Uh I'm go- I the reason why I booked an earlier trip to Disney is to see Pebo Bryson, which I've already discussed. Uh Richard Marks, I wanna go see. Who's that? Uh he sings Right Here Waiting. Wherever you How does that go? Or wherever you do, I will be right here waiting for you. You definitely know have that it. song. There's no way I don't know. I'm going... I want to see Starship starring uh, Mickey Thomas. That's the Jefferson Airplane, D- Jefferson Starship uh-huh. band. And then uh, Colin Hay of Men at Work will be there as well.
1: But that's just one person. Yeah. So why is it Men at Work?
0: Uh, well, it's Men at Work, and that was the band he was in. He's the oh, lead have... singer of the band. Uh-huh. So it's... Colin Hay of Men at Work they're not going to change the name of the, the original band That's true. But yeah, I uh I crushed happy hour this week as well, of course. Why like why wouldn't I?
1: Two places,
0: yeah. Grand Lux and Cheesecake Factory, two different days.
1: And what did you get?
0: Uh Grand Lux I got um the buffalo chicken egg rolls. Um I split that, I got, oh man, I don't even remember. Ooh, you cannot remember. I know specifically I got that, the buffalo chicken egg rolls. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I got the potato spring rolls. Okay. And I guess I got the sliders? Yeah, I got the hamburger sliders, or cheeseburger sliders. That sounds pretty good. And then at, at Cheesecake Factory, I got the hamburger sliders, got a plate of nachos, got... Uh, I know there was at least one more thing, but I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to remember. But uh, yeah, and then I, I saw Fleetwood Mac on Monday night.
1: Really? And how, how was Fleetwood?
0: It was good. Uh, it's funny because when I said earlier, I felt like Stevie Nicks or whatever with that intro. She, uh-huh. she basically, she opens the show and welcomed everybody. She goes, this is the 51th show. She goes, 51th? Yeah, the 51th show. Right here in Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, Radio City Music Hall, Madison Square Garden. And she goes, you know what? Let's just start. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man And how was the, the show? Yeah, it was good I think uh, this was my third time seeing them uh, Lindsey Buckingham is no longer in the band but Why not? Uh, I don't know, they kicked him out for some reason, I think Oh, trouble! But it, it sucks, I always feel like when, when he was in the band Like, why... I mean, can't they just play Holiday Road? That's all I want to do is hear Holiday Road live. Holiday Road. And I don't think that's going to ever happen.
1: Holiday Road. Who sings it?
0: It's Lindsey Buckingham.
1: Uh,
0: uh, so, but I get for whatever reason, they never, he never did it live with them.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I thought it was sung by a dude.
0: Yeah. He is a dude.
1: Yeah. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude.
0: We're all dudes. Right? Right? I I guess, perhaps. Good booger. But uh, they they had uh, two replacements for Lindsey Buckingham. Which is pretty crazy that, like, one guy needs two replacements. But uh, Mike Campbell, who was the guitarist for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers is in the band and Neil um, Neil Finn from Crowded House who was the lead singer of Crowded House is in the band now so it was cool they did a tribute to Tom Petty they did Free Fallin and uh, they sang Don't Dream It's Over so that was really cool to hear live I'm not familiar with it you have to know that song also
1: can you sing it for me?
0: I'd rather not.
1: Oh, come on. You got everybody wanting to hear it.
0: No, it's just, if I sing it, then it's going to be stuck in everybody's head, and I don't want to do that. Go for it. Nah, I'm good.
1: Is it kind of like that gingerbread, gingerbread, No, gingerbread,
0: well, I get it. I mean, it goes, no, it's like, hey now, hey now, don't dream it's over. Oh, that song. Yeah. Hey now,
1: hey now. Don't dream it so Now
0: it's going to be stuck in your head the whole show. I
1: know. All right. So,
0: uh, yeah, what else? That was basically what I did this week. Nice, nice. Uh, Huge, huge news. Kind of, I mean, I don't want to say it's sad news, but it's kind of sad news. It's shocking news, perhaps, uh, that they just announced today that in 2021, WWE is moving. What do you mean? They're selling Titan Towers. What? Yeah, they're moving to another place in Connecticut. And it's like, like what? <laughs> like how many wrestling fans made their pilgrimage to this building to see it? How many yeah. people since 19, what was it, 1985, I think they said that they, they opened Titan Towers? How many people have walked in and out of those doors to have business meetings? I mean, Draws puked in that tower. Yeah. You got Vince McMahon sipping his water bottle. We make movies, pal. It's like... It's Where are they going to move to? Another place in Connecticut. A oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Ryan Satin posted pictures of what like it looks like. It's a very big area. Is it still close to like the, har- the highway and stuff? Uh, I didn't look, but I don't think it is. Oh, that stinks. Well, I mean you could just get off of uh get off at one point and pull up to the front of the complex I'm sure, but
1: how many wrestlers do you think go to that deli across the street?
0: I don't know. We never did. Yeah, why didn't we? We should have went in there.
1: Be like, Hey, so you
0: see. Uh, so you guys cater to WWE's headquarters <laughs> or what? Oh. <laughs> I mean, we done. We did the the Mark pilgrimage. We we've been there.
1: What? And we we were almost tempted to walk into the garage that was open, but we didn't.
0: I don't think we were tempted to. I think I thought it was weird that their garage was open with no security whatsoever over there. But it's like what? almost the end of an era. Yeah, it's
1: very weird. But uh. all right. So what else we got?
0: Uh well I mean they announced uh, Woodstock 50 did you hear anything about that? No
1: I did not. Where is it going to
0: be? Uh, it's not going to be in the original location, which is very strange. Where is it? Because the original location is more than capable, I believe, but it's going to be in Watkins Glen, New York. Which okay, I think, I think it's like three hours from Bethel. So, like, five-ish hours without traffic from us?
1: Uh-huh. Now, Woodstock uh, wasn't in Woodstock, though, right?
0: I No, I think it was in Bethel.
1: Yeah. it's, I like, a like, neighboring
0: town, perhaps. I don't know.
1: Wasn't it, like... Was there anything with Rome,
0: too, or no? I'm not sure.
1: Rome, New York?
0: I don't know. But, like, a lot of people are complaining about the artists. Some people are just, like, letting it, like, low and, like, flow, whatever. Letting it flow. Is it like Limp Biscuit, and Kid no, Rock? Limp Biscuit and Kid Rock are not booked. or Unless <sighs> unless they're covered under End More. But okay, I, so what's the lineup? But like day one, you have the killers, Miley Cyrus, Santana, who was originally there. Uh, Robert Plant's going to be there. You got John Fogarty, who was originally there.
1: Robert Plant didn't even play the original. No,
0: but that's the thing. It's, like, it's, they, not, it's not a thing that like...
1: Turned- turned it down because they weren't getting paid enough.
0: Yeah. I also I don't think the love and Spoonful was there either, but John Sebastian is booked for this. Uh Melanie was I believe at the original one and she's booked. Uh day 2 you got Dead and Company. You got Chance That's the cool. Rapper, you got the Black Keys. Um I'm trying to like pick out names here. Country Joe McDonald, he was at the original. You have David Crosby and Friends. I don't know who his friends are going to be. Maybe Jackson Brown, perhaps. Um, mm. Day three, you got Jay-Z, Imagine Dragons, Halsey. The zombies are playing, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at Cage the Elephant, I've heard of.
0: But, it, yeah, I think they have – I think they did a WWE theme song once.
1: Wow, this looks like something I would definitely not go to.
0: See, this is the thing. Like, It would be cool to be like, oh, I went to Woodstock but i also feel like i like I, there's no way i could do a woods. Emily
1: King isn't that Rob Rob no, Schneider's daughter
0: that's L King oh like there's absolutely no way i could do a festival like this with no seats or anything there's no way and then it's like the the prices aren't announced yet <laughs> but i saw like some people saying the price was $800 a ticket then i saw some people oh, saying wow. then i saw some people saying $20,000 a ticket no way so like, there might be a ticket that's twenty thousand dollars that get you a whole bunch of stuff but
1: which uh, which day would you go to if you could choose one
0: uh it'd be difficult there's like there's artists on each day that i'd want to see like i'd be down to see miley cyrus santana i've seen already but i'd be down to see them
1: yeah i'd I mean, probably go
0: robert plant I, I i i'm not a huge led zeppelin fan but i like robert plant
1: yeah i'd probably go day one too I mean Fogarty Santana.
0: Is yeah, John Fogarty's awesome. John Sebastian, I would definitely want to go hear him sing. Um, but then you have like like day two. I want to see like Jade Jade Bird. I like her. Uh, I think for like nostalgia f- factors, it would be cool to see Country Joe McDonald. Uh uh-huh. um,
1: I wouldn't have mind have seen Dead and Company.
0: I have no interest in that.
1: I I like some of the de- like I don't know. I'm not a deadhead. I don't know a lot of Grateful Dead, but I like recognize Grateful Dead songs. Like I if you ask me what's this song, I can't tell you what it is, but I could recognize that it may be that it's Grateful Dead. <laughs> that it might be? Yeah, maybe. Um like I just because I've seen like a tribute band up at school and I was a I was actually a big fan of like the music and everything. But
0: yeah, and then day 3, I would like again like I guess it'd be cool to see Jay Z. It's not like a necessity for me.
1: I wouldn't want to see like Common. Don't want to see.
0: Um. Well, Brandi Carlisle I'm going to see later this year, so that I would, I'd go see her again. And honestly, the zombies, I like. I don't know how long their set would be. I don't know how. See, that's the thing with these sets. Like, how long could these sets possibly be? Yeah. I assume it's an all-day event.
1: Yeah, it has to be. But so, I mean, it's something like how it used to be. What do you mean? I mean, like the names, comparison-wise?
0: Well, I guess, I mean, it's... There's a lot... I, I I mean, there could have definitely been more artists. Like, I don't know, maybe the Who couldn't do these dates.
1: Maybe they weren't getting paid enough.
0: Or just maybe they couldn't do the dates. Bob Dylan, Joan Baez... I have like where or where, where's more representation of Woodstock, the original Woodstock? If this is a like Woodstock fifty, like, I don't know. But Uh then then you go to the the Bethel, this same weekend, they have on the fifteenth. I think they're showing a movie. I guess about Woodstock. Yeah, and you were um, right.
1: It's it was at Bethel.
0: Yeah. And then I think on the sixteenth you have Ringo Starr and his All-Star band, as well as Edgar Win Edgar Winter and his band and uh Arlo Guthrie. And then you have the next day Santana is gonna be there with um Doobie Brothers. So it's like if you're looking for a more controlled environment, definitely hit up Bethel if you're like into Jeez. the Woodstock
1: back in the day for the original tickets for the three day event cost $18 in advance, $24 at the gate, which is equivalent to $120 today and $160 at the
0: gate. Which I have a hard time believing it'll be like that expensive. I mean that cheap. Yeah. <laughs> like I could believe $800 a ticket. And it's like then then it's like, do you are you able to go just one day instead of all three? Like do you have to pay for all three? Yeah. And how are they gonna like are they gonna be able to guarantee that people aren't sneaking in? I know like uh-huh. there I've heard stories that people snuck into Woodstock, the original Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this doesn't turn into what happened at the the last time there was a Woodstock or whatever. Oh yeah. When there's like a ride or whatever.
1: I can't believe that it's the 50th anniversary.
0: Yeah, time flies. Next thing you know, you turn 30 or 29 again for some of us. <laughs> yeah. Or 30, what? Four, five, four.
1: 1969. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since uh since they did this, but I don't I don't think it's gonna compare to uh what they what's achieved
0: i still think it's a cool event to have but it doesn't it comes off more of like i don't like a coachella sort of gimmick yeah which is probably what exactly i mean you'll probably get the same sort of clientele yeah so whatever i I think the lineup is, is more than decent it's less than decent for me I don't know. But, uh, I mean, Disney, Disney now owns Fox, 21st Century Fox. Like, it's official, signed on the dot. What does that mean? Uh, I guess the MCU is going to change after Endgame.
1: Oh, you mean, like, Fantastic Four, X-Men?
0: It's a possibility. I don't know. Hopefully, like, none of the shows I watch get canceled. Uh-huh. Like, I like the gifted. I don't want that to go away. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Uh, Did you see, by any chance, that coleslaw was a huge topic yesterday on Twitter?
1: No. Why was it a huge topic?
0: Uh, Somebody tweeted out saying that coleslaw was the worst or whatever. And then it like, you had Twitter split where it's like, oh, coleslaw is the greatest thing and coleslaw is the worst thing. What's your take on it? I think it's great. I I, I would prefer the mayo coleslaw. I don't like the the whole vinegar one.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on the mayo one. I, I like the sweet instead of tangy.
0: But I'll I'll put up with the the vinegar version.
1: I mean, there's one I. Uh... Usually uh at a Chinese food restaurant that I used to go to, they used to give the uh, coleslaw. A
0: Chinese restaurant gave you coleslaw? Yeah. Well it was more like cabbage. But so not really coleslaw, it's like the inside of an egg roll. Yeah,
1: yeah, more so than like that. Terrible. Coleslaw. <laughs> coleslaw though. That's a topic of discussion.
0: Speaking of discussion... uh,
1: I'm sick. Lay off me. My mind is all into left field, right field. I don't even know.
0: Oh, that's a perfect setup (laughs) for left field, right field. The last topic I was going to cover was those huge contracts that were inked. Oy Vay,
1: Tell me about that.
0: Like, earlier this year, back in February, you had Manny Machado of the Padres sign a contract for $300 million over the course of 10 years. And then... Like what? 2 weeks ago you had Bryce Harper from the Phillies sign a contract for $330 million for 13 years.
1: Yeah, a little bit more.
0: And then yesterday it was announced that supposedly Mike Trout of the Angels will be getting $430 million, making it the largest contract in sporting history. Uh-huh. For a, over the course of 12 years, which is just absolutely insane.
1: Can you imagine? Like,
0: that's like, 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 that's ridiculous. And he's he's still young.
1: He's still very young. It's it's insane that much money, and they haven't even
0: won a World Series. Well, maybe now they can. I don't know. For, for like, like, what do you do with four hundred thirty million dollars?
1: Donate it to charity. What, <laughs> like, what else do you do? Buy a lot of mansions? I don't know. Bribe a college so you can't go to, go to school? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Becky. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What else would you do? I don't know. It's like, uh, it's pretty crazy. I, I would have an infinity pool. Why? I like the way like infinity pools look. Like where you could just go swim in your pool and it overlooks like the ocean or uh, something, just a long, long horizon. I do an infinity pool. I What's think something you I, would get?
0: I mean, well, what I see now that Titan Towers is up for grabs, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon <laughs> would
1: Brandon <laughs> would re reenact re- re- the entire Royal Rumble commercial.
0: Would I be able to like fly the WWE logo flag? at, at the headquarters if I, like, owned it now? You could. I would buy, like, can I buy WrestleMania? You should fly a WWF logo. Marking out presents WrestleMania 37. <laughs> imagine, if the,
1: imagine if the World Wildlife Foundation buys it. Yeah.
0: It, I mean, realistically, I don't know what they're going to do with it. It's probably just going to be, like, another office space now, but... Yeah. It would kind of be funny to see AEW pick it up. That would be really funny. I don't don't understand why they're getting rid of it. It is good real estate. I guess because they want their production, uh, all their, like, the production studio and everything to be in one spot, maybe. Why, it's not? No, they have it. It's a little uh, further in Stanford, I believe. Oh. But it's, like, it's just so crazy that that's happening.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: Yeah. And I think their their new leases is it says approximately sixteen point five years, commencing no earlier than July first, twenty nineteen. So and I guess by twenty twenty one they'll be moved in there.
1: It's crazy. I guess we, we shall find out. But, but now let's get on to some sports entertainment. And speak about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night,
0: Night Raw. Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, open up the show. Same shtick. McIntyre cuts him off, which was out of left field for me.
1: Yeah, surprising. I was just like, is this going to lead to McIntyre Lesnar?"
0: Um. Well, hmm, probably not. But uh, I thought it was like an intense promo uh, about Seth Rollins not making it to WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Rollins ends up hitting Drew McIntyre from behind with a steel chair.
1: Yeah, totally went to town on him. And then he went to go get in the ring and Brock Lesnar bailed.
0: Yeah, he left. Also, the the spot where he's getting wailed on with the chair over and over again. Uh-huh. Uh, video footage came out from a fan that tweeted it of the cameraman during that segment looking the absolute goofiest as possible trying to get that camera angle he's like doing squats over and over again (laughs) it's so stupid that camera angle is the dumbest camera angle it's dizzying
1: i hate when
0: they do those yeah it's like, just stay focused on the thing. You could have, like, the curb your enthusiasm, like, I'm kind of, like, real-life real, real life moving camera kind of thing, but you don't have to do, like, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Like, that's just absurd.
1: It's not necessary. Yeah, I, especially a lot of the, like you said, the camera production that they've been putting out there, it, they've been cutting so much, back and forth, back and forth, and it's just... As you mentioned before, it's, it gets dizzy. It gets annoying, and, and they're missing spots.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, up next, though, you had a tag team match where it was billed this whole like week, a big mystery tag team partner that Finn is going to have to find himself a tag team partner whatever to take on Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. I didn't like the fact that before this even happened, Michael Cole sort of spoiled it. By saying, oh, I have a feeling his partner is going to, like... Maybe said, like, get these hands or whatever. Yeah. Turns out to be Braun Strowman, which I, I don't think it needed that build-up. I thought it was, like, hello, who else would it be? I thought it was kind of obvious.
1: Yeah, you knew that it was going to happen. But even still, I still mark out... Every time I hear Braun Strowman's theme song hit, I'm like, I want to be in front of the TV to see.
0: What would you think of the actual match?
1: I didn't think it was too bad. I... I'm a fan of – I could watch Leo Rush versus Braun Strowman
0: all yeah, day. I think of this match, I enjoyed their interactions the most. Yeah, I, I would – Braun Strowman, kind
1: of like how we mentioned I, – I, we mentioned before, but I think Brock Lesnar also mentioned that he likes wrestling smaller guys um, because they put on better matches and stuff like that. I feel like I'm feeling the same way thing with Braun Strowman. He puts on better matches with smaller guys.
0: And here's the thing: it wasn't like a match where it wasn't like the typical Braun Strowman versus a small jobber sort of situation. Oh, no, Leo,
1: Leo Rush still hit his frog splash on yeah. him.
0: He went to the top rope, hits that. Lashley ends up leaving before the match was over. Left uh, Leo Rush all there, all all by himself there. So Strowman and uh, Balor end up picking up the victory. Um, yeah. Next, Next up you had,
1: yeah, Moment of Bliss. Uh, Alexa Bliss coming on out, the host of, well, I guess, what is she? Is she the host of WrestleMania? No. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. not the other two guys, right?
0: No, she's the host.
1: They're, yeah, the, so the, they're the
0: special correspondents. Michael Che uh, and Colin Jost are the correspondents. Gotcha. So she said, it's so weird here, though, like where they had Alexa Bliss even pushed I don't know why WWE pushing Lily Singh on us so much. I got nothing. It doesn't make sense. Like the WWE, like made a whole article, like congratulating her and everything. Stephanie McMahon tweeted it out, and they pushed it through this. Like Alexa Bliss, like oh, Lily Singh. Now I think she said because of me has her own talk show, late night talk show, et cetera. But it's like the only, literally the only reason why I know Lily Singh is because of seeing her on the like late night with jimmy or tonight show with jimmy fallon i should say and wwe programming i don't watch her content um played her up right now and it's like i, I don't have... know if everyone like does this, this does the typical wrestling fan watch lily singh's content that they need to push her so much
1: yeah i don't know her
0: like i wish her all the best in her new talk show she's going on after seth myers
1: Oh, wow, she's replacing Carlson Daly. You said that already.
0: But that's also, Uh, I don't know. I think
1: just because she's a wrestling fan.
0: I don't even know if she's a wrestling fan.
1: Oh, here you go. No, I guess. Like she's appeared. She's appeared.
0: Yeah, they've done stuff with WWE before. She's been on on programs before with WWE.
1: Yeah, I really, I, I don't know much about her.
0: But Alexa Bliss ends up announcing the musical act for WrestleMania 35. That being Elias. Which, if it doesn't end with him versus The Rock, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> like, unless it's somebody else, like Hulk Hogan or something, there's like, what, like, if you're gonna have a, a, a special performance musical guest, that being Elias. It has to be somebody like The Rock. Like, who else could you possibly put in a spot like that? Hopefully
1: not Jeff Jarrett.
0: It, like, that wouldn't make sense. It's already, like, that's already been done. Huh. Like, it, I don't know what The Rock's schedule looks Hockey like. Talk man. Oh.
1: He is the <laughs> Hall of Famer.
0: Huh. Uh, I don't know. That's that could be a thing.
1: Could be hockey talk.
0: That's uh, I didn't think of that, but that, I you know what, whatever. That could be interesting
1: to see. <laughs> I mean, it's just unfortunate that Elias is someone that we we see him as potentially a champion, uh, but unfortunately he's in this position right now.
0: Yeah, I still am not sure why WWE cut is like everything it's he had going. Push. I mean, his match with John Cena was awesome. Yeah. But uh, the segment got cut off by Otis leading a uh, No Way Jose conga line. And uh, Alexa Bliss, they had like a, a funny moment. She's like, you you came out too soon. Like, what's the point of rehearsing so many times if you're going yeah. to come out too soon? And then uh, from behind, a masked person from the conga line attacked Elias, revealing himself to be No Way Jose.
1: Uh, nice. I like that.
0: And Elias uh, then ended up picking up the victory over No Way Jose, which I thought we were going to see him actually pick up the victory here.
1: Yeah, it really makes no sense why No Way Jose would initiate the attack and then he doesn't go over. Mm. But next up, you had Kurt Angle cutting a promo. His farewell tour is continuing. Every week on Raw, he's facing a new competitor. But he made the announcement of his opponent at WrestleMania. And before we go
0: into that... WWE puts out this post saying, Oh, who could Kurt Angle's last opponent be at WrestleMania? John Cena, Undertaker, Shelton Benjamin, Chad Gable. Oh, I didn't even think about Shelton. And uh, it turned out to not be any of those people. He goes, My opponent is somebody that has been, that gave me a real difficult time when I was the GM. And I was like, No, 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 no. No 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 no, <laughs> and he goes Baron Corbin, and I'm like hell no. So it's at- weird. Like <sighs> out of all the picks, I
1: get it. Like I appreciate putting over a young a new young talent, but why Corbin?
0: Before Baron Corbin hits the end of days, is he gonna say I hate you, Kurt, or something? <laughs> like Shawn Michaels did, I love you to Ric Flair.
1: I I just don't get it.
0: I I. I- Don't know if I fully buy that it's going to be Baron Corbin. What do you mean? Where, like, last second somebody swoops in, such as a John Cena, that's, I know, people on the internet are saying they think it could be a swerve. It
1: could be. I mean, Alexa Bliss could bring that up and be like, she could make a change to a match.
0: Yeah, I don't know uh i don't want to see baron corbin versus kurt angle nothing against baron corbin it just doesn't like if it's gonna actually be kurt angle's very last match and we're not gonna get to see kurt angle versus daniel bryan or like something of that wrestlemania match worthy caliber i don't know
1: yeah it's weird that we haven't seen daniel bryan versus kurt
0: angle and we most likely never will. Unless Saudi Arabia wants to dish out some money, perhaps they could.
1: That'd be great to see Kurt Angle versus De- Debray.
0: Maybe we but... could see like Kurt Angle team up with... Um... Shelton? Well, I was going to say, maybe we could see Kurt Angle team up with... Cable. No, no, no. Shelton Benjamin and Brock Lesnar. At one of these Saudi Arabian events to take on Daniel Bryan. Uh, who else would he take on?
1: CM Punk.
0: No, CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, and Jushin Liger versus Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, and Shelton Benjamin.
1: There you go, dream dream match, Mark Dream, right there.
0: Saudi Arabia, book it for May or so or, yeah. or November.
1: I mean, so it works out storyline wise, but I. It's just a weird pick. I think Baron Corbin has a lot of potential, but for, to be the final match of Kurt Eagle, I don't know. But and Especially
0: because you've been building up. The only person you've been building up, I end careers. Drew McIntyre. Exactly. But his, his retirement tour that he's on now is rolling through. You got Chad Gable stepping up. So at least we got to see this match take place.
1: What happens if Drew McIntyre double books WrestleMania? I don't think that's happening. That'd be cool. But, yeah, so this next match, Kurt Angle picked up the victory over Gable.
0: It was a good match. I think there were some slow points, but overall I enjoyed it. I think – I almost feel like the crowd went from chanting, this is awesome, to CM Punk at one point.
1: I heard the CM Punk, too, and I hate that so much.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. Why? But uh, Baron Corbin ended up cutting a promo afterwards. And uh, I don't know. We have that as a match right now.
1: Right now, we do have that as a match.
0: Backstage, Baron Corbin was talking to The Revival and got stopped by Apollo Crews, who challenged him to a match, which he eventually accepts. But before that, Apollo was like, this is why nobody likes you. And he goes, well, they like me. You guys like me, right? And the the revivals are just like, they laugh it off. They're like, hell no. (laughs) I thought that was really funny.
1: Yeah, it was a good segment backstage.
0: I just, I wish they were doing something more with the Raw tag team titles. I don't like the fact that they're not, like, there's, like, hello, WrestleMania, WrestleMania is right around the corner.
1: Yeah, they don't care. It's going to be a kickoff show.
0: Like, Ryder and Hawkins should be still having singles matches. I don't know what's going to be the match at WrestleMania. But if they're not involved, then you're doing WrestleMania in New York wrong. Slash New Jersey. Yeah. And then I, I saw rumors that the
1: the Giant Memorial may not even be taking place now.
0: How's that a thing? Who? Where did you hear that? That doesn't make sense. Braun Strowman entered it.
1: But, but I don't know if he actually entered it because Alexa Bliss... Yeah, he said that he was going to, but Alexa Bliss kind of swerved away from it, though.
0: I don't know. WWE announced it. It's on WWE.com. Is it? Because I
1: heard that because of timing and stuff that they were thinking about pulling that into the women's battle royal.
0: I mean, it's on WWE.com. They have eight hours to get through everything. So, I don't know. I guess. I mean,
1: it's just something that I saw, but it would be weird if they, they pulled it.
0: I don't think they would if they do gonna be... I would be disappointed because
1: do you think you'll be able to watch all 8 hours
0: I fully intend to be sitting in a hotel room by myself for 8 hours watching it why where are you going to be in Florida oh and I hope like, gotcha. I hope my, my plane's not delayed or anything yeah it's
1: going to cut it to everything
0: yeah I'd be like what the hell <laughs> i'm missing the kickoff show
1: yeah the five well, hour kickoff show yeah. next up you had boston hug connection uh kind of a good little promo
0: yeah interviewed about uh maybe they're uh are they dodging the iconics and bailey basically announces that they're gonna be on smackdown uh natty and beth phoenix come out uh and basically challenge boston hug what was their tag team again?
1: Divas of Doom. Okay, that's what I thought. I wrote that Divas of Doom, and I'm like, this doesn't seem correct, but I feel like it is. Okay.
0: What what irked me during this promo is at one point, Beth Phoenix had said that Nia Jax and Tamina awoke the dragon inside of her, and it's like, why wouldn't you say sh- that that they awoke the phoenix?
1: Yeah, that's kind of because of Phoenix also rises from is, the ashes. Your
0: name is Phoenix. Or why wouldn't you're, she say the Glamazon or something?
1: Yeah, you're rising from the ashes of retirement.
0: But Natty ends up slapping Sasha Banks and they brawl a bit, leading to a match where Sasha Banks picks up the victory over Natalia only via disqualification. Uh, Nia Jax came out. During the match, to cut a uh, not a cut a promo, but like cause a distraction, Tamina attacked um, Beth Phoenix from behind as well as Sasha and Bailey, which I thought the super kick that she hit on Bailey was like spot on.
1: Yeah, it was good. The distraction was good, but I mean, this is all just setting up for that match at WrestleMania,
0: right? And how they tie in an NXT team? Maybe there won't be an NXT team in the match.
1: I think there should be. I think it should be the... Uh,
0: yeah, if you're... Well, I mean, there's, there's definitely... I mean, there's a, a, 100% there's a reason why they aired a segment with Boston Hug on NXT saying they'll go to every single roster. So, obviously, there's going to be them in the match. Then there's going to be a team from Raw. There's going to be a team from SmackDown. And there's going to be a team from NXT. So, whether or not Boss and Hug walk out as champions, I know who I'd like to win that match. Who's that? I would say the iconics.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I want them to win the solo one because that's where they could do that entire gimmick that we spoke about.
0: Right. Which but, who knows what's going on with that because Oscar wasn't even featured on SmackDown this week. Yeah, maybe it'll be champion. a triple threat or something next week. I think they have a fatal four way to decide who's facing, who's facing Oscar at Mania or whatever. I think it's it's Carmella, Naomi. Um. And then Mandy and Sonia.
1: Where does uh? What's her face? Uh, Nicky crossfitted though.
0: Well, yeah, you tell me. Where are these NXT call ups that they brought up and they're not doing anything with them? Yeah. Where's EC
1: three, right? Battle royal. That's who. Yeah. It should be EC three versus Eagle. I don't know.
0: I wouldn't mind seeing that match.
1: Yeah. That would be one heck of a victory for EC3 to start off his WWE career.
0: Yeah. But up next, you had another one of those mirror promos by Mojo Raleigh, um, which I saw somebody's tweet saying that they think Mojo has been talking to someone else this whole time, but we can't see them because they're in the shadows. So like, if that was actually the case, who would it be? Paul Heyman no I don't think so
1: Curtis Axel Mm.
0: who would it be Matt Hardy no Bray Wyatt oh I don't know that'd be an interesting one
1: I mean he is a raw superstar we haven't seen in a while we know that he's ready to return what happens if Bray Wyatt has wrote Mojo into his entire mentality
0: that would be interesting
1: That'd be a good swerve. I mean, especially see, hearing what Mojo is speaking about and how he see He seems a lot more intense and kind of like a not to Dean Ambrose but a loose cannon. Yeah, maybe Bray Wyatt got a hold of Mojo. Who I'd I'd be surprised if Bray Wyatt doesn't appear at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, I think he would have to be there. Probably the Andre the Giant match again.
1: Or if if I mean, if he does appear during that Andre the Giant, then he would have to win it.
0: Um, which I, I would be fine with. I guess so. I mean, he helped Matt Hardy win it last year.
1: Yeah. And then it could be the exact same thing where Bray Wyatt talks to the statue as if
0: it's his. I mean, what if he helps Mojo win it? Well, Mojo wins it for the second time.
1: Could be. Could be an interesting way. But well, maybe he's talking to him. <laughs>
0: Up right. next you had Ricochet defeating Jinder Mahal. Uh I was I, just gonna
1: say I love Ricochet's theme song.
0: I was bored by this match. I wasn't a big fan of the match. But I'm happy but... I'm happy it wasn't the same old like tag team match that he's been having with Alistair Black as of late, but it just like yeah. I wasn't I just I don't know. I don't care about Ricochet right now. I don't know. I still they, like they, they forced him and Alistair Black so far down our throats. Why should I care about him?
1: I still like. I still like them both, but I was more hug up on his theme song.
0: <laughs> it's just. It's literally. It's oh, I'm gonna do a flip. I'm gonna do a dive to the outside. I'm gonna do a six thirty.
1: hey lay off the flippy floppy. I don't,
0: I don't know. I, I I don't even know if it's that. I think it's just that we've seen it so many times in a row for the last few weeks.
1: I mean, it's kind of like super kick, super kick, super kick.
0: At first, we
1: everybody loved super kicks.
0: Yeah, but people I mean, still do. I'm not yeah, saying but, Ricochet's bad at all. I'm not saying he's like, I'm just bored by it right now.
1: Well, I mean, of course, when you oversaturate saturate it, where they show you everything over and over and over, when, when they show it to you again, it's just, oh, you've seen that already. So why, what's different? What's new?
0: Yeah. All right. Next up, you it had. It was a- announced that Sue Aitchison will be receiving the Warrior Award at the it's- WWE Hall of Fame ceremony this year, which uh, she's worked for the company over 30 years. And she's credited with spearheading WWE's community outreach programs, um, like uh, the WrestleMania Reading Challenge. She did, did a lot with Make-A-Wish.
1: Uh, the Special Olympics, I believe, right?
0: Uh, I think so.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, she's. it's nice to see that this award is going to go to an employee of WWE as well.
0: Yeah, this is, well, even more so, it, this is literally, by definition of his speech, what Ultimate Warrior wanted that award to be. To recognize people in the WWE company who have presented themselves as a warrior or in that spirit of the warrior
1: and she definitely did be with the company for so long and then all the positive stuff that she has done for wwe and has assisted in leading them towards i mean huge
0: impact uh fun fact that some of the wrestlers were tweeting out some of the sports entertainers were tweeting out sorry uh she was the duchess of Queensberry. In that match at Backlash one with Regal and Chris Jericho, if you remember that.
1: I do not. I'm going to have to YouTube that later.
0: Even if, you, I mean, you don't even, like, recognize the name Duchess of Queensbury? No, nothing. Oh. I thought maybe you would. Uh, up next, though, we had Ronda Rousey defeating Dana Brooke in, like, five seconds. Yeah,
1: what did you think about Dana Brooke's promo beforehand?
0: Uh, it was good. Did you not like it? I don't know. I'm. I go back and
1: forth with it. I, I just don't. I think I just don't like Dana Brooke. Period. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I think it's just that.
0: I think people were saying like maybe she shouldn't have been holding onto the microphone as long as she was, and maybe focusing on the match. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think they said something about her being injured now. Kayfabe Yeah, like, yeah, not really injured. But they had, uh, yeah. what was it? Uh, hyper extended left elbow and ligament tears at the hands of Ronda Rousey. Yeah, total kayfabe. Um, but yeah, so Rousey refused to break the the hold. And
1: then she, like, what. Ken shamrock style
0: but like, and dude, attacked first everyone. Of all, she she pushed a referee who I swear to God I've never seen before. I think it was a work. I think it was a a plant.
1: Could be. Was it kid?
0: No, it wasn't a ref <laughs> that I recognized. But then she goes over to her husband, and it looked like they were going to make out or something, or at least that he was trying to make out. But security ran down, and. For whatever reason, they like surround her, and she attacks security. And then the husband got involved, making zero sense. Why? Why did her husband knock out security? I that I was I was so confused.
1: I think just to show that they both uh, have a problem with the with authority. I don't know. It's
0: like so weird. Like why? Like is WWE seriously trying to make us know who this person is?
1: They have to be, but I don't understand. But, I mean, look at how many times they've said his name on Raw. Do you know alone. his name? I don't remember it. <laughs> I think but I, I know remember Michael it. said it a bunch of times. I think it's Travis Brown. It, Travis is definitely it's sounding familiar.
0: Let's see. Travis Brown. Yeah. It's Travis Her, Brown. But it's like, I don't. a fighter? Yeah, he's a UFC guy, I believe. Or at least MMA, the least. But I just, I don't, I didn't, like, I don't understand how that furthered the WrestleMania storyline. I didn't get it, it at all. And, and then unless, the guy, the guy just walks it's, it's,
1: unless out. It's, unless it's to throw a stipulation out there. The, so, what the
0: stipulation? It's already no DQ.
1: I don't know. Banning her husband from ringside. I
0: don't know. It doesn't make sense. What, is he going to be hung in a, a shark cage at one point? Like, it made, literally, it made no sense. that I was so confused by that segment on Monday Night Raw.
1: Yeah, no, it it didn't make sense to me either. And, and, um, he,
0: and he walks out without, like, no, no arrest, nothing. No,
1: nobody stopped him. They go right backstage. The, result, the like. result
0: of last week with Ronda Rousey was that she was fined, whatever, an undisclosed amount due to her contract. And now she's attacking referees, officials, a referee that I've never seen before. <laughs> security that WWE hired for the night. And her husband's attacking security.
1: That's going to be a hefty fine, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, fine. I don't get it. Up next, you had Batista being interviewed live via satellite. Uh, and he just spoke about hating Triple H, which it seemed like... Was Batista next or Apollo? Uh Oh, yeah, my mistake. Apollo yeah. Crews was next. I mean, forgettable, but not really,
1: because he picked up the victory over Baron Corbin.
0: Yeah, I was expecting Corbin to win that, but he reversed the end of days into a small package. which yeah. And then after the match, I don't get the referee walked back into the ring to argue with Baron Corbin.
1: Yeah, and Kurt Angle came out.
0: Like it didn't make sense like that, so that may that has me thinking maybe like Corbin could get taken out due to his attitude. Could be, but I, I have no idea.
1: It could be, but yes. Now on to that Batista promo you were talking about.
0: Yeah, it almost seems like WWE's trying to erase Evolution, their last run, because what they mentioned was him quitting WWE in 2010, but he also quit WWE in 2014. <laughs> And it's like, I don't know if WWE wants to for, wants us to forget him coming back, winning the Royal Rumble, having the Shield versus Evolution twice, I think it was. I just, and I still don't, like, oh, Triple H is a bully or whatever. Hopefully Vince McMahon sees, like, how bad he is and how destructive he is for this company and how he doesn't care about people or something such, some, like, something like that. Yeah. I don't get it. You already defeated Triple H. I don't know why this would make you happy. You already have the victory over him. I don't get this storyline. I don't. I don't. I, I just don't understand it.
1: No, I'm totally with you. It really doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Yeah. But, but after yeah. that, you had Braun Strowman interviewed backstage about Colin Jost and Michael Che, which is that's when he entered the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and. Threatened them, but Alexa Bliss cut them off, or cut him off, and uh, she said, "Give me a week to try to broker a deal." Who knows what that means? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that'll. <laughs> I don't know what that's gonna entail. But we'll see next week on Monday Night Raw, probably.
1: Yeah, I, I guess we are. I mean, it would be interesting I, to see Braun appear on SNL. I'd be down for that
0: yeah i don't know if they have
1: a show this week or not but even leading up to it i mean they have to have a show before wrestlemania no
0: um it's not like a guaranteed thing let's see they have uh they have march 30th they have april 6th so april 6th is the night before but
1: I guess not maybe, maybe the night before. No.
0: I mean that—that's a possibility. Instead of him being at the Hall of Fame, he's at the at Barclays Center for the, for. I mean, he's at Thirty Rock for SNL. Could be. Time wise, I think. I think time wise, the most that the most sense would be March thirtieth, but April sixth is like a very, very familiar date. April 6th. Like that being that weekend.
1: Oh. Huh. Uh, it would be – I think it would be cool if he showed
0: up. I almost – I feel like he's even been on before, but I might just be thinking. I don't think he has. I know John Cena was. He was in a, a sketch with – We're well, not a sketch, but like a backstage segment sort of thing with uh, – not backstage – it was like a, a pre-shoot, I think, with uh, Tracy Morgan, if I remember correctly.
1: I don't think he was on before.
0: But... Yeah, maybe maybe I'm just remembering something that happened on Raw that was so goofy that...
1: Yeah, could be. <laughs>
0: confusing it for SNL. But
1: next up, you have Drew McIntyre cutting a promo.
0: Yeah, he, um, he addressed Roman Reigns as Joe.
1: Yeah, he was just like, I'm not talking to Roman Reigns, i Talking to Joe.
0: He may have beaten leukemia, but he will not beat me at WrestleMania. You practice that in the mirror. I do not, (laughs) no. But uh, yeah, McIntyre laying out the challenge to Roman Reigns. And uh, Seth Rollins then appeared super angry on the screen and said this is exactly why he did what he did earlier in the night, which then they awkwardly cut to. Yeah, just in case you <laughs> the, forgot. The video of it. And then they cut back to Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't get that. But, uh, yeah, and then they brawled before the match started.
1: Yeah. and then, But this ended up leading into Drew McIntyre picking up a victory over Seth Rollins. But with some help. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman hitting that stage. Rollins being distracted by Lesnar coming out and then uh, turning around to get hit with the claymore.
0: No Ambrose, which was kind of, I mean, weird, maybe. No Ambrose at all. Roman Reigns wasn't uh, medically cleared to be on Raw, they said. Uh Uh-huh. But again, like I said last week, we don't know if, like, WWE told us this is the last time we are seeing The Shield. Yet they're all intertwined in the same storyline. Like, makes you wonder. I, th- thought, I thought the match was good. I, I mean, they're going
1: to expect you to forget that they said that it was the last time.
0: I don't know about that.
1: They're going to definitely tag team again at some point. I mean, come on. Well, they're not s- going to just do it with the shield, period.
0: I was going to say, speaking of tag teams. Yeah. Moving on to SmackDown. The Miz opened the show. Speaking about Shane McMahon. Which he admitted to uh, using people in the past, but he thought what he had with Shane McMahon was like a real friendship. Which I thought was a really good promo overall. It was like a main event promo for yeah, a the match main... that is not a main event. Match. Yeah, Miz did. Miz did a great job. Yeah, he he
1: did a great job talking about how uh, Shane McMahon beat him up in front of his dad and
0: how how yeah, I like that... that nobody believed in him.
1: Yeah. He made a I name thought, for
0: himself. He went started with the real world, etc. I thought that it was a really solid promo. Yeah.
1: And a good good way to open up SmackDown. Yeah. But oh. next up you had the Iconics picking up a victory over the Boston Hug Connection. Boston Hug Connection coming over from Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Uh,
0: I like how uh the Iconics they cut their promo before the match and mentioned the the college admission scandal, which I like I WWE had to have been racking their brain trying to come up with a way to work that in for the past week. Yeah. It it didn't make any sense to the promo, at least in my opinion. But I, I I mean like I always enjoy the iconic promos. Yeah, they're
1: they're just so good.
0: Uh as far as the match goes, I feel like there was a few weird moments. I thought the ending was eh. I like Billy Kay holding Banks down, but just to end it after Peyton Royce pulled Sasha Banks like down from behind, I I didn't think it was too bad. Pick uh... up a quick cheap victory that way. Yeah, but I don't know. I I don't think it was too bad. But next ba- time, you but had like Ri- Banks didn't even like struggle to get out of it.
1: That's the well. Thing. She's also there's only so much she, she could do.
0: You could struggle to get out of it. I'm going to, if I remember to, I'm going to try to remember and mention something later on. All right. But backstage, Kayla was interviewing uh, Rey Mysterio. And Dominic. Yeah, he brought Dominic into the picture, which like we haven't seen him on WWE television since I believe it was 2005. A long time. Super tall. Uh, I guess still training to be a pro wrestler. Yeah, is and, that the, that's the gig. And Rey Mysterio announced that it's going to be Samoa Joe versus himself at WrestleMania for the United States Championship because he got the pin last week. And then Dominic called Joe a bully and said he'll be sitting ringside for that match. So I think somebody might be getting choked out.
1: Imagine if Joe comes up behind him like pre-match.
0: Like, it's either Dominic that's getting choked out or, like, Dominic's going to blow us all away and hit a 619 on Joe or something.
1: Ooh. I mean, we saw a crowd getting, the crowd getting uh, involved last year. Nicholas.
0: <laughs> I would hardly call that. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mean... Uh, up next, up next, you had Kevin Owens hosting the Kevin Owens Show. He had Becky Lynch. He had Charlotte Flair. I literally couldn't care less about this segment.
1: I liked it. I liked that Kevin Owens was like instigating them. He was just like, what, no, are, no, you no. Gonna See, what okay. are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? So
0: that part was fine for me. But it like, I, I don't know. It, like it makes no sense on Raw. It makes no sense on SmackDown. They're writing three different storylines into one big mess, and I think it's yeah. all stupid. Yeah. Like like on on Raw you have Ronda Rousey versus the the officials and security. SmackDown, you literally it's just it's not even about Ronda Rousey on SmackDown. It's about Charlotte and Becky. Yeah. And then WrestleMania it's about all three of them. And like it I, I don't, I don't get it. And then they did one of those like cat, like it was like a cat fight that we used to get. That was awful. I more,
1: I, I like the way that he was instigating more than anything.
0: Right, but take him out of the equation. Take Kevin Owens out of the equation. Was that then segment, I wouldn't care for it. That segment, like, it just you have Becky Lynch was the hottest thing in WWE. Kofi Kingston was the hottest thing in WWE, and they're slowly yeah. like. They're taking they're deflating it. Yeah. Why how could you do that? I don't get it. I, yeah, I don't know. Backstage AJ Styles was being interviewed about Randy Orton, and he ended up saying that with Randy Orton being a third generation superstar, he had a lot more opportunities than AJ Styles had. Uh, And he referred to Randy Orton as a first-round draft pick, and he compared himself to a walk-on. But he said he's going to WrestleMania to tear down the house. So, and then he wished Kofi Kingston luck. But it's, it's interesting that, like, this is how they're building up that feud.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm not a fan of the amount of promos either.
0: Like the the feud basically started uh, uh, over the fact that AJ Styles was putting over Kofi Kingston as opposed to himself. Yeah, that's so, that's
1: exactly how it started.
0: Um, but yeah, up next you had Daniel Bryan cut a promo about Kofi Kingston saying he hasn't earned his spot. He didn't earn a spot to the Elimination Chamber. He didn't earn a spot to face him for the WWE Championship at, at WrestleMania. Uh, and then he called him a B plus player, which I think is interesting that like the they're like flipping it. Mm-hmm. Like Daniel Bryan was a B plus player. Now it's now it's Kofi Kingston,
1: which is it's great. Uh, they're getting every. They go. They're going to get everybody behind Kofi Kingston,
0: which is super weird because Vince McMahon last week on SmackDown announced that if Kofi Kingston wins a gauntlet match, he will He's go. Yeah, so Kofi Kingston ends up defeating Randy Orton. He defeats Samoa Joe. He defeats the Bar Joe Rowan. He defeats Cesaro. He defeats Sheamus,
1: and then, and then him and. New uh new day are celebrating. The crowd's going crazy.
0: Which before Only, we even get to that, I think the best match of that gauntlet match, I think was him and Sheamus.
1: I agree. I think that they actually had the most uh, the most time, but I think that him and Sheamus did, was really good.
0: I, I also like, think what, that what him he moved Cesaro. Uh, yeah, not to say that wasn't bad. I mean, not to say that wasn't good, but when he Sheamus had him in the cloverleaf, he like. Pulled himself through to, like, he climbed Sheamus up to get out of that. And I thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, it was it was a, it was a clever way to uh, get out of it.
0: After Eric Rowan, I'm sorry, after Rowan lost his match, <laughs> Rowan ends up attacking him, puts him through the table. And yeah, well, Sam- well he, he
1: lost by DQ, right?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost via disqualification.
1: Yeah, then he put him through the table.
0: And after Samoa Joe lost, he choked... Kofi Kingston out through the ropes.
1: Yeah, I choked the life out of him. I mean, leaving him for Randy Orton, but Randy Orton just couldn't put him away.
0: And during this segment, they were like, they kept touting that New Day was banned from ringside. Why don't you further someone else's storyline and have Rey Mysterio run down and save him? I, or would that not make sense?
1: I wouldn't, that would take too much off of it. I wouldn't include Rey Mysterio in it. But you mentioned New Day. They kept on showing backstage New Day. But it was weird it to see growing. like it was new. It was weird seeing the Usos with them.
0: It started out as New Day and Usos, and they were all yeah. cheering on Kofi. Then you got like Nikki Cross was there. You had the Hardys. Yeah, very random. Nikki Cross. Yeah. Why? I. I mean, I guess every like you said they want everyone behind Kofi Kingston. But why Nikki Cross? Everyone wants Kofi Kingston to be there. That could have been a spot where
1: you did see Oscar. I would rather have Oscar than Nikki Cross. Well, I, I don't know. I, I did like that. It was uh... – so after all of this, they're celebrating. But the dreaded theme song hits. No chance in hell. Out comes Vince McMahon.
0: With five minutes left, by the way.
1: Yeah, everybody thinks that it's over. But Vince McMahon comes on out and says, you got your match, but only if you defeat the next opponent. And it's Daniel Bryan, and unfortunately, Kofi Kingston could not defeat Daniel Bryan.
0: I don't know where this is leading to. New Day uh, on social media basically threatened to quit. Yeah, uh, with the exception of Kofi Kingston, he goes, "No, no, no, guys, come on, that's not. Don't do that." Um, I think that it's great. I I love this role of Vince McMahon. Can we see some sort of thing where it was like Occupy Raw? Can we see an Occupy Smackdown with New Day? And like maybe the whole roster that we saw watching them backstage, they all go out and support Kofi Kingston. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's why they showed off all the roster.
1: It's possible. It's very possible. I think that, I don't know. I really like the way that this ended. And I love the fact that Vince McMahon is playing up that heel again.
0: But like, realistically, are we going to see Kofi Kingston versus the new Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania?
1: I don't know.
0: What happens if we don't? It's hard to see. Well, right now, who is Daniel Bryan's opponent? It was supposed to be whoever wins. I mean... No, that was the stipulation. Was Kofi Kingston was was wrestling for that chance? Nobody is Daniel Bryan's opponent.
1: Okay, so Daniel Bryan is opponentless right now. Yeah. So it, it's possible it could be Kofi.
0: Not done yet. Other people who don't have matches. You got Undertaker. Uh, John Cena is Cena. is opponentless. Although some people, I guess, think that we're going to see Demon versus uh undertaker and kind of realistically i would assume maybe we would see john cena step in for corbin somehow Uh uh-huh but as far as this championship match at wrestlemania like there's really nobody else who else like kevin owens doesn't have a match but i assume he'll just be in the i that's not there's no way Like, I'm assuming we'll see, like, if New Day's not booked for a tag match or something, I assume we'll see him, them, in the Battle Royal. I'm assuming Nakamura Rusev will be in the Battle Royal. Shelton will be in the Battle Royal. Uh-huh. Rowan will be in the Battle Royal. Maybe the Colones. R-Truth, Ali. Hawkins, Ryder. Gallows and Anderson. Well, no, I'm I'm banking on them having a match.
1: Yeah, I hope so.
0: Sadly, I don't know. Yeah? The only storyline here with the WWE Championship is Kofi Kingston. Pete Dunne?
1: Nah. Yeah.
0: No. He's taking on Walter at TakeOver. Oh. Which gotcha. I assume, I can only assume that Walter is going to defeat Pete Dunne.
1: Yeah, I can see that. But, yeah, so that is SmackDown.
0: And we also Whoa. we have a new, uh, well, with Champa injured, Triple H announced a, uh, a replacement. They had a, a five-way match, and Adam Cole defeated everyone else to win that. So it's going to be a two-out-of-three false match. Adam Cole taking on Johnny Gargano.
1: That's, That's going to be a really good match. Yeah. So, but let's get on to some shameless plugs.
0: Shameless plugs.
1: All right, it's time for shameless plugs. Uh, make sure you are following PCO and Brody King. Uh, huge congratulations to them on becoming the tag team champions in Ring of Honor. Well deserved. Uh, Brody King, go follow him at Brody X King and PCO at PCO is not humid. Uh, we've been following the both of them for a while and um, just very happy to see them both successful in, in Ring of Honor. Don't think anybody has had more of an up, uh, a rise like a Phoenix than PCO, rising totally up from coming out of retirement. And yeah, it's just incredible. So go give them a follow. Excited to see them. Wrestlemania weekend at new japan pro wrestling ring of honor that combined event
0: yeah they're going to be uh defending the roh tag team championships against the iwgp tag team champions that being the gorillas of destiny
1: um that i wanted i really i really want to see that which more is interesting than Briscoes.
0: Uh, i guess the briscoes aren't going to be resigning with ring of honor huh. is the rumor they want to go elsewhere Which people are saying, uh, don't be surprised if you see them pop up in AEW. Ooh,
1: you never know. But, hey, Brandon, you got any shout-outs? Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and
0: I'm telling you that you've got some shout-outs from Brandon. Lindsey Buckingham's getting the first shout-out. I mentioned... At the beginning of the episode that I saw Fleetwood Mac, and I think it was definitely obvious that uh, he was missing. Uh, But again, Fleetwood Mac was awesome. And it just wasn't what it used to be, I guess, because it was definitely missing him. But uh, Young Sheldon is getting the next shout-out, which I was recently, I was catching up on all the episodes from earlier this year, and one of the episodes from January... He was flipping through the channels and they had, uh, Ric Flair dropping in a, a knee drop on someone. So I, assume, really? Yeah. I assume it's, it was from uh, NWA or something, Uh huh. but I popped, he goes, Oh, I, I forget what else was on the television, but he goes, he goes like, nothing's on TV. It's just either people in their underwear fighting or something else. <laughs> so I thought it was funny. How do you, how do you like young Sheldon? Um, I could definitely live without
1: it. I I haven't watched it, but I feel like the same way based on the commercials.
0: Yeah, I could live without it, but I still... Like, it's... I guess if it wasn't... I don't know. Like, I like the, the that it ties into Big Bang Theory. Uh-huh. But, uh... I don't know. It's not a, It's not a bad show. Yeah. It's just something I didn't need. But... Last shout out goes to Triple A's Ray de Reyes uh event which I watched it live the other night via Twitch. I think it's always awesome to watch a Triple A event. Uh something interesting the Young Bucks after uh after Pentagon and Phoenix won the titles Conan came out and the lights go out, and then the Young Bucks appear, and they attack. Then a the match got instantly set up there, so Young Bucks won the, the tag team titles that night, which was crazy. But uh, I guess it ties into AEW working with uh, AAA. I, I, that's I mean we know that there's partnership. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, Vampiro was on commentary on the English side, and he was reading the Twitch chat while he was commentating, and he was trash talking people in the Twitch chat that were trashing him for being a terrible commentator. And it's like, how, like, why would you do that? Yeah, and I also I thought he's not good. I thought it was funny, like, at one point they showed uh, Vampiro, and I was like, oh my God, that looks like Tom Arnold. (laughs) It looked a lot like Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold.
1: Yeah, he's, I don't know why people keep on putting him on commentary.
0: I, I don't know. I guess he gets, he understands Lucha Libre, and he speaks Spanish and stuff, so.
1: I think it's just because he's a name.
0: I don't know. But uh, I I enjoyed this event. Uh, I thought it was cool. Uh, Jeff Jarrett wrestled. He was a heel. Uh Uh-huh. But overall, those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for... our... Our... Our mark out moment of the week I think uh, collectively it has to be one thing and one thing only This week's episode of 205 Live saw the finals of the tournament To see who will move on to WrestleMania to face Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight Championship Cedric Alexander took on Tony Nese With the winner being Tony Nese so, Tony Nese has booked himself a match at WrestleMania 35 for the Cruiserweight Championship.
1: He's, go, he's going to Mania.
0: Afterwards, Buddy Murphy celebrated with him and uh, then turned on him.
1: Yeah, it took him out. Yeah. So. But so awesome that Tony Nese is going to have a match on WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, and if it's the kickoff match, it better be on the DVD. I hope it's the best match on the card.
1: Um, I I I mean Tony Nese gotta go over, no? I would hope so, yeah.
0: New York? As much as I like Buddy Murphy and everything, uh Tony Nese in uh New York, New Jersey, crowd, I think would only make sense for him to win the title. In yeah, the same I, sense, I hope Hawkins and Ryder win the championships as well. Yeah, of course. So But uh yeah, I'm so happy that Tony Nese is gonna be on a WrestleMania. In in an actual singles match. Yeah. I think that's cool. We've gone from seeing him at NYWC Sportatorium. We've seen him at, like, gymnasiums, rec centers. So, it's pretty cool. Now, now he's 80,000 80, people, MetLife Stadium. Yeah. But that's so. our mark-out moment of the week. And that's our show, folks. A little A uh, little awkward, maybe, perhaps, here and there. We we were both feeling like Stevie Nicks a little bit perhaps, <laughs> but uh, you could check us out Facebook.com slash marking out, YouTube dot com slash marking out, eleven at marking out on Twitter at chris at dave the rave underscore mo at bttg one six one at marking out, dot com slash marking out. Did I miss anything? iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play,
1: markingout one at gmail dot com,
0: dot com, and. We wish you. We wish you. The. The.
1: Best. Best of luck in your future endeavors.